This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Harry Tales, the podcast where I, Harry Hill, tell you the tales of my life and whatever else I want to talk about. And this week, I'm going to answer your advice questions. So I put out a little call on my Instagram stories asking you guys if you needed any advice, if you were having boy problems, career woes, wondering if everybody hates you and what to do about that. <laughs> um anything you could think of. And you guys sent me some amazing questions. I'm kind of just going to go through them. Um, there's some good ones. There's some really good ones. So I'm going to start off with a really interesting one. I got a couple of emails and um, we're just going to dive into it. I will say that I'm very qualified to be giving advice because I'm a gay adult Libra and I think that makes me very level-headed and very smart. A little bit of a genius, if I do say so myself. The weird thing about advice is that nobody really is qualified to give it unless you're talking about a specific niche profession or expertise, right? Sometimes I listen or read advice columns and I'm like, who are you to like <laughs> give advice? So I think um, I think advice is in the eye of the, the beholder. Does that make sense? Hey, Harry. First of all, you're iconic and you're part of the reason this question has come up. Okay. I'm tired of living vicariously through you these past years. Nevertheless, it has been so fun and keep slaying king. I moved to Austin a year ago with two other roommates from college, one being my best friend and the other being a mutual. I've loved it so far, but haven't made that many friends outside of my roommates. I haven't felt like I needed to push myself out of my comfort zone since I've had them, but now my roommate's boyfriends moved to the city and they've started what I'd like to call a couple group. They'll invite me to hang out, but I can't help but feel like a fifth wheel. I love my friends, but I also feel like our interests aren't really aligning anymore. Since I'm single and I want to stay out late when we go out, not leave the bar at 11 p.m., and explore new places, usually they want to go to the same places every weekend. I want to create my own life, but it feels hard to do so when I don't have much to say in the couple group and don't have anyone else to do things with. I've thought about moving to a new city, New York, since I've since it's always been my dream since I was young. I also want to do that so I'm forced out of my comfort zone, but I can't tell if that would be running away from my problems. This is very long-winded, but I guess my questions are... Do I move to New York City or am I running from my problems slash is there a different way to handle them? Or maybe it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> Cute. Huh. Interesting conundrum. I think that you need to find a way to experiment slash make friends before you move cities. I think you should try pushing yourself out of your comfort zone in Austin before you city hop i've seen friends I've, i mean i think we've all seen friends move to a new city and think that they were gonna like you know blossom and thrive and some of them do but some of them really just like stay the same wilted person that they were in the previous city right so making friends though post-college i know is tough but i would suggest I went to an improv show the other night and I don't know if that's your vibe or if there are good improv places in Austin, but I think going someplace like that where it's like weird if you're not talking to random people is a good place to go. Like if I was in a friends making mode, I would, 
absolutely have made so many friends the other night at improv. I think it's totally reasonable that you feel like the fifth wheel, maybe moving out could be like the first step, maybe moving out before you move cities. Although it is hard to sign a lease knowing that you're going to have to be there for like another year or two years or whatever. Maybe move out sublet and like maybe have like a designated period of time where you're fully committed to pushing yourself out of your comfort zone just to see what you can do. I think that'll be a good test. I think New York City can be like quite, you know, if you don't, if you're not in the proper place, I feel like the city could chew you up and spit you out. So I think that's that's what I would say. I would say push yourself out of your comfort zone in Austin and, you know, no hard feelings to your friends that are in relationships. Good for them. It doesn't seem like that's the issue. I think you just have to like, uh, you just got to find your own thing. Um, would you want to start dating? <laughs> like maybe you add a sixth wheel to this, to this mix. And then I don't know, it doesn't really seem like you're looking to like settle down just yet. So good luck. And uh, I hope you figure it out. Definitely push yourself out of your comfort zone by going to an improv show. You don't need to do improv, but just like go. Do I stay with someone who meets 80% of my needs and have been together for six years? I think if you are still in your 20s, if you started dating this person after you turned 24, then I say low-key, yeah. But if you started dating them when you were like 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, like go try something else because I think you could find somebody that fulfills 95% of your needs. So get that 15%. How to grow balls to, to ask a guy out. Okay. I got a couple questions like this, like a lot of questions about like, how do I, um, ask a guy out how do I like tell a guy like him whatever this has always been something that I have been an advocate for especially since I have a bunch of girlfriends who are always you know dating trying to impress guys ask them out whatever waiting for a text my thing is just do it like I really like to take the situation so in this case it's asking a guy out and i like to do like best and worst case scenarios okay so best case scenario you guys fall in love get married have seven kids and literally die old on a porch together that's best case scenario no pressure worst case scenario is that he doesn't respond or I think that would be worst case scenario is that if he like doesn't respond or I guess if he says no or you guys fall in love and then you get divorced <laughs> sometime down the line again no pressure but I guess what I'm trying to say with that is like you're asking me like what if I fall and I'm trying to ask you like what if you fly How can I get my boyfriend to propose? We've only been dating for eight months. Ah, honey, I don't think you want him to propose. It's been eight months. I think, I think you can, you can hold out at least another four. <laughs> Should I purchase Reformation loafers for the season? Yes. Are all these anonymous? We'll send in if they are. Yes. My ex-coworker called and asked if I could be in a healthy, strong relationship with him. Huh? Was he like your... Wait, what? What do you do when your friends aren't as sensitive as you? Okay, so coming from the non-sensitive friend... 
I think if you are a sensitive person, you just have to know that if other people aren't on your sensitivity plane, it's nothing personal. Um, I've got some sensitive friends and sometimes if I get annoyed with them because I just want to shake them and be like, hey, <laughs> you're going to be okay. Sometimes I'll like just not say anything. I guess that's not really helpful since I'm the non-sensitive one. I guess when I read this question, I th think it meant what to do, what to do when your friends, when you're not as sensitive as your friends. I read it as that because that's me. I guess I would have had a better answer for that one. When your friends aren't as sensitive as you, yeah, I think you just have to like you just have to not take things personally. Like if somebody feels like they're brushing your feelings off, you're probably just crazy. <laughs> just kidding. You're not. Um, but I think if you're sensitive, if I'm feeling sensitive about something or if I'm like prioritizing something in my emotional space, I really keep it to myself or I make sure that I'm not expecting other people to like bring me out of a hole that I put myself in. Does that make sense? I think that could be helpful if you kind of just try to glean support from yourself. <laughs> Is that the most like Libra guy who lives alone answer? How can I recover from my best friend starting to date someone he knew I had feelings for? Are you talking about a guy or a girl? How can I recover from my best friend starting to date someone he knew I had feelings for? Is he gay? Are you guys both after the same guy? Because you're a girl. Is this a math problem? How can I recover from my best friend starting to date someone he knew I had feelings for? She's gay. Oh, maybe. He, okay. So he started. Okay. So you're a girl and he's a guy. Can I make it any more obvious? He, no, he's okay. I'm sorry. I hope that you figure it out. Rumi hasn't done anything but is on my nerves. How to move on. Whew. Whoa, you've come to the right place. Honey, that is called having a roommate. Sometimes when you have a roommate, they can breathe and you will be like, shut the fuck up and let me live. I've had a fair share of roommates in my life, like a fair share. Um, one time I was living in Bushwick with one two three like three or four three girls and the one of them moved out so another one moved in and she moved out and another one moved in and we were like a halfway house for a minute and this girl moved in she was just subletting for a month okay she came to my i had two french doors i didn't even have a door i had two french doors because i was living in the living room she comes in it was like a friday night or something and she she like knocks on my door and i'm like hello and she's like Hey, like, which necklace do you think I should wear? Honey, I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> I'm here to sleep. So uh, I would say take a walk. I hope that's not too simple or too obvious. But if my roommate was ever, I lived with a roommate that like we got on each other's nerves a lot, a lot, a lot. And I would just like leave. And I know that's not always choice like that's not always like preferred but usually with the whole roommate pissing you off because they didn't do anything vibe if you just like get out for a minute you can come back and like tolerate them again until you can't and then you have to do it again so that's what I would say should I move in with my boyfriend of like four months no in love with too many people all at once but scared of commitment and intimacy hmm that's kind of like me so I I'm not I'm not too sure, but I would narrow it down to one person. First of all, that would, that's where I would start. If you're in love with four people, narrow it down, make a list. And I feel like that honestly gives you a good buffer because if you, so narrow it, maybe you go with, okay, make a list of the four people. Okay. Rank them. So you've got your first choice, second choice, third choice, fourth choice. Now put the first one on a shelf, take the second one. 
and try to commit and be intimate with the second one. And if that fails, then you have the first one to go back to. Okay. I went from not having an answer to having the best answer. Whoops. I want to buy the newest iPhone, but what if Elon Musk buys Apple? Don't know. Fun snow day activities? Yes, let me call Miss Dalton, my third grade teacher. Um, probably watching a movie or hooking up with someone before or after like taking a snowy walk. Harry, I'm dating a married man. What do I do? Does he have kids? I feel like kids would be the kicker. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Bad girl. Bad girl. Don't do that unless he's paying you. Bad girl. Don't do that unless he's paying you a lot or he's really hot. My father-in-law goes through our trash. Help. My father-in-law goes through our trash. Okay, first of all, he's a freak and he needs to stop his raccoon behavior. But this is where you get to play with him a little bit. This is where if he's going through your trash, then like put some freaky shit in the trash. Like, I'm trying to think. Um, maybe, maybe some like weird orphan-ish paintings, like some like black scribbles of like, like ghosts or something. And like write like scary things like die. I am dead. Like write some freaky stuff and then trash that. And if he still keeps going through the trash, like maybe make a little voodoo doll that resembles him and put like pins in it, put that in the trash. And, um, if he's still going through your trash, you're going to need to get on the highway until you come across a dead possum. And then you're going to have to put that in the trash so he can meet his maker and, see what he looks like <laughs> okay how did you manage your dustin era and what did your account look like okay so let's we'll do a little dustin thing because i did get some dustin questions if you are new to the Harryverse and you don't know who dustin is dustin is my alter ego that i used a couple times as a sugar baby um when i went on seeking arrangements in 2019 best year of my life i my roommates at the time had both done seeking arrangements and they had both actually one of them had and we were like let me try that and so we were all just in our apartment like on seeking arrangements but one day at work i was like with my friends my coworkers in the little booth and i was like not doing my job obviously and I really like, I was like, okay, let's just go on a date. I was like, and I wanted a pair of Balenciaga sneakers. So I made a seeking, I had the seeking arrangements count, but I like made a date with a guy and he was like, what's your name? And I was like, what's a cute name that I could give myself? And I gave myself the name of Dustin. And then I like live storied the whole date. Like I met this guy at a steakhouse and then I went back to his place at the plaza and um, <laughs> then I got a pair of shoes and it was that easy. <laughs> no, um, I think I kind of have refrained in the past from, from like giving advice about this because I feel like uh, it's very different for girls versus like a gay guy to go on seeking arrangements and do that sort of thing. Um, so the advice would like my roommate once went to Switzerland with a guy that she met on seeking arrangements and she, I was like, you have to tell somebody like besides me that you're going to Switzerland with a man. You have to like, if like if your mom calls or something, like I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, she's not in Switzerland with a dude right now. Like, I'm not gonna... So I would just say, like, have, like, a buddy that you're doing it with that knows, like, where you are, what you're up to. And also definitely meet the guy in a public place if you're gonna do that. If you're gonna go on a date, meet him in a public place. But again, I feel like it's very different for girls and gay guys. My dude was so, like, so sweet and, like, 
just like gentle he wasn't hot but like you know it's like how badly do you want a pair of shoes vibes right it's also kind of uh everybody talks about having a a sugar daddy but like how many people actually do it right and i think it's one of those new york things that like is fun to just like check off the bucket list but you guys it's you know it's i feel like it's different for girls because it's scary (laughs) so maybe don't do it (laughs) maybe don't do it um but also if you're gonna do it come up with a cute name that you can use for multiple years as a big inside joke with your friends I got a phone case once that said Dustin on it and I was with my family and obviously like my family knew about it because I posted about it on Instagram. I was like, sorry, mom, this isn't for you. But they saw it and we were at lunch and my grandma asked me why my phone case said Dustin. You could have heard a pin drop. Everybody was just like at the table, like blinking. And I was like, oh, um, Um, it's just the name of my hooker alter ego. (laughs) I don't even remember what I said, but I got out of it. I will tell you that my account name was easy writer, like writer, like W R I T E R. And I thought it was genius. And I think guys liked it too. I do. I feel like I remember he was like, I wish I still had the text, but basically I, after we met up like twice um, and I was posting about it on Instagram, you can still find the posts. They're really good. But he texted me a paragraph and was like, I can't believe I just saw this on Instagram because I told him about my Instagram because I couldn't help myself. He kept looking at billboards and I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, I'm like, I own a marketing thing. Like, and I was like, oh, well, I'm on Instagram and like whatever I couldn't I'm an idiot and he was like I can't believe this night was just about a pair of shoes to you please don't do this to anybody else somebody could have figured out who I was and like where I was staying and I was like unless your name is Isabel Plaza and your dad owns the place I highly doubt anybody would be able to figure out who's staying in a hotel and even if they could What are they going to do? Go through every old guy at the plaza? No, I don't think so. What do I eat for breakfast? I never know what to do. Honey. Two eggs and an English muffin. I hate my best friend's boyfriend. Help, LOL. This is one of those where I think it is, I think it is your civic duty to stay silent and just there's a way to express distaste without coming out and being like yo I hate your boyfriend you know what I mean like I feel like there's a way to just kind of like kindly show disapproval without saying anything and i i think if your best friend knows what's good for her she'll figure it out eventually or maybe he is actually good and you just need to like suck it up um but usually if you hate your best friend's boyfriend it usually is because the guy sucks and if that is the case you just need to wait it out and like be a good friend and like be prepared with ice cream when they inevitably break up but you definitely don't want to be the be the friend that's like I hate your boyfriend because I think that will create resentment and drive a salad wedge between both of you I seriously dated two men who I thought were it but didn't work out how do I trust my judgment in the future Mm, I think you are trusting your judgment I think that's how you have relationships and how you date I think you really do just have to like you know see which one works although i will say if you keep going if these guys were like carbon copies of each other if they like looked the same or like were the same vibe then maybe it's not about trusting your judgment it's about exploring your options and like maybe going after something else 
I have a friend and she is obsessed with dating like pretty guys, like guys that look like they're on your Instagram Explorer page. Like they're all tatted up. They're super hot. They all look the same. If, if she put all of her dates on a bulletin board, I wouldn't be able to tell them apart. And all of them suck. <laughs> like surprise, like they're just not, none of them give. They ghost after two dates. They're like, they're just not it. And I, and I get really frustrated with her and I'm like, why do you keep going on the same fucking date with the same fucking guys? And she's like, no, they're different. Like blah, blah, blah. No, they're not. No, they're not. If you want, if that to me, that's like, it's like thrifting. <laughs> and if you are really ready to stand at the thrift store and go through every single pair of jeans, then like do that but it's going to take you time and energy as opposed to okay you look at the jean rack there's no jeans so you're like let me try maybe a skirt and you find a cute skirt ta-da you know all you needed to do was like look at a different rack i don't even know if that makes sense but it makes sense in my mind i think um i think trusting your judgment isn't the issue here i think you should look at the similarities of both of those guys and be like, oh, maybe maybe the issue is that both of them are bad tippers. Maybe the issue is that neither of them know how to drive. Like, figure out what's wrong and then date somebody else who doesn't have those qualities. I think that makes sense. How do I get the nerves to ask the boy I like when our out when he's in my group at school um honey i don't know if you should risk it i think it's one of those things where if you are in a friend group with somebody <laughs> like speaking as if like you know i'm friends with like chandler and rachel um if you are in a group of friends with people one of the easiest ways to make it awkward is to try to date somebody in the friend group so i would say know for sure that he likes you and how you're going to do that is get intel from somebody else in the group and make them a messenger so you're going to go and be like hey kelsey i need to figure out if robert likes me so that i can ask him out and then if and when you and robert begin to date you do need to know that like if y'all stop dating usually the friend group has to like pick sides and like choose somebody to like, you know, get custody of. So just know that, just know that you're, I think you're, you might be in like tricky territory. You might not want to do it. I would say to that. How to not feel guilty when going out when I could be studying or doing homework. <laughs> I'm, master procrastinator number one so um i just squash those thoughts down if i'm feeling guilty i just squash them down and continue on my day i feel like if you're out you're out you're not if you're in the club don't feel guilty about not doing homework because what are you going to do algebra in the club um surviving my first chicago winter go to aritzia and get a puffer jacket should I move to LA in Boston right now and I'm scared of LA? Then don't move there. How to stop spiraling after guy says he likes you then starts pulling away. This is this is one of those annoying ones that I've run into with my friends because guys are weird that way. Like sometimes they'll really make you feel like they really like you and then they'll start being um, like flaky and unresponsive and then you feel like wait, what the fuck? And I feel like I've seen a really good piece of advice or like sentiment around online. Maybe you've seen it too, but it's like, if you're confused, then he doesn't like you. And like, if, if he likes you, you would know if you're confused, he doesn't like you. So I think I would, I would go with that. Like, if you're confused right now, like he doesn't like you. Even if he said he liked you, it sounds like he doesn't. <laughs> no offense. He's just not that into you. Go elsewhere. Um, 
how can I get out of the cycle where I have to be dating someone all the time? Just don't date somebody all the time. Uh, I've never been the type of person that needs to have a boyfriend at all times. I'm definitely the opposite. I feel like I need to not have boyfriends at all times. I think maybe leaning into an independence era. I think I talked about this a little earlier before with my first question, which was like, should I move to New York City? And I was like, well, commit to a certain amount of time uh, with your comfort zone and committing to like leaving your comfort zone. And I would say the same thing here, which is like commit to a certain amount of time that you would like to spend single so that you can lean in. And also, I know how hard it is to make like a contract with yourself, like sticking to a habit or, you know, a workout routine or whatever. It's so easy to like say, okay, I'm going to do a hundred crunches for the next 30 days. And then on day three, you're like, I'm out. (laughs) So I know how hard it is. But if you want something that you've never had, you're going to do something that you've never done. So lean into being single for a set amount of time. And I think if you do that, you will allow yourself to like just come more into yourself and focus more on yourself and maybe even like fall in love with yourself a little bit more and then you won't be as focused on being partnered um so yeah do do a little do a little moment of single a a, a single moment a single era um i think i have feelings for my coworker. he's seven years older and my dad is his boss okay what is this a hallmark movie Seven years older and my dad is his boss. Well, tell tell daddy to give him a raise. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of hot. I don't know. That's kind of, it's definitely dicey. Um, the coworker thing is, is interesting, right? It's an interesting question. Um, I think there's a reason why people don't, sleep where they work just because if anything happens if it go if it turns sour if it goes south then you have to keep going to work and like i can't think of anything worse than like having a weird entanglement with somebody at work right i don't know i just wouldn't i wouldn't want to do that i've hooked up with a coworker before but it was like not it wasn't like a corporate job we were like you know, I was a waiter, he was a bartender. So it was kind of like, you know, par for the course. I feel like you either have to be working in a restaurant or on a movie set in order to like canoodle with your coworkers, right? If you're in a corporate setting, yeah, maybe it could be like hot in the moment. But like I said, if it turns out you have to show up to an office with somebody that you don't want to see I feel like I guess there's people in an office that you don't want to see anyway (laughs) whether or not you just slept with them I would say tread lightly but seven years older and your dad's the boss could be a fun story how can I tell okay this is I was reading these with my friend at dinner last night going through them like seeing what seeing what the vibe was and somebody wrote how can i tell if it's platonic or not in parentheses he is a penis carrier unfortunately i thought the first thought that came to my mind was like this dude is like a medical guy he's like has like a bunch of penises like on ice like he's like a penis carrier like my friend was like no they're just he's they're just saying that he's a man Are we saying penis carrier now? What does that mean? Am I a penis carrier? I I really pictured like a dude with like a styrofoam box of ice that says like penises on the side. And I was like, well, what does him having a box of penises have to do with it being platonic or not? How can I tell if it's platonic or not? Maybe just like kiss him and see if he 
kisses you back. And if it doesn't work out, it's fine because he's a penis carrier. Um, how to find out someone's age without flat out asking. <laughs> this is one where I think you have to either be really good at searching for Instagram birthday posts and putting together context clues or you just need to suck it up and be like, yo, how old are you? I know it can be intimidating. I feel like I talked about this before, but like I'm an advocate for curiosity and asking somebody how old they are is not bad. It's just not like, I know that I, I get like, you know, you don't ask like a woman her age. I get that. Like I do, but it doesn't sound like you're asking about like a woman. I would just ask, be like, yo, how old are you? I think age is a very nice way to gauge what page somebody is on. Does that make sense? If you're my age, we're on the same page. If you're older, if you're younger, you know. Hot guy on Insta wants to make moves to hang in person. How to take it online. How to take online to IRL. Just go on a date. Meet up for dinner or a drink. Um, I think there's a couple questions about like making friends or like um, making like meeting new people social media is such a great way to do it i know it's like keyword social um so you would think that it would be more clear but like i've met so many people and i know you're gonna be like well harry you're you know a creator of course you meet people from online but like i'm not even talking about like going to events or things like just like a dm can work it really can so like if you are jonesing for a friend or a lover and you like follow them and if they follow you like if you're a mutual with somebody literally just send a dm and be like yo what's up let's like make this real i promise you let's go back to worst case best case scenario worst case scenario they like leave you on red best case scenario you guys are having the most fun lunch of your lives tomorrow right just send the DM or just be like, yo, let's meet up advice on getting out of a saucy situationship that you know is bad for you. Um, you got to suck it up and you gotta, you gotta just, am I being too like hard? Like the, like, you know, the blunt friend that's like, suck it up, do it. I think if you know, especially if you know that it's bad for you and maybe that could be the allure of it, which is a different conversation. But like, if you know that it's bad for you, then you just have to, you know, know that it's in your best interest to cut the cord and move on. What should my next job be? Um, actress. I need to drink more water, but it tastes like water all the time. Am I lactose intolerant or is lactose intolerant of me? My ex and I ended on good terms and I compare everyone to her. How do I move on? Hi, baby. Are you not over her? Doesn't sound like you're over her. It's also easy to compare people to your exes just because that's what we do. Like we are, you know, we compare by nature. Um, if you know one thing and then you are trying something different, you're always going to go back and compare it to like the, the thing, you know, right. Um, but that's tough. I think, I think you're, I think with dating, you're always going to compare. I feel like you're always going to have like a tent pole. Like your biggest relationship is always going to be the one that you like kind of go back to. I talked to my friend who is like four years out from uh, her like last like big like it was like her first love relationship right but she always talks about him not in like a way that's like she wants him back or she's like hung up on him but in a way that's like oh now that I'm seeing this new person like sometimes I think about how 
you know, that other guy did this or that. And I think that's natural. And I think unless you're like not able to forge a new relationship because you're too hung up on your ex, then maybe you guys should get back together. (laughs) Make a voodoo doll of her. How to tell a guy I want to fuck without sounding desperate, yet a girl is desperate. Honey, you would make his life so much easier if you were like, can I come over tonight? Right? Like, faux show. I think just say it. It's blunt, but it it's going to work, right? Moving to New York City in a few months. I'm very excited, but overwhelmed. Please send help. Um... The city is your playground. I know people say that, but like, it's truly true. Um, Have fun. Good luck. Be safe. (laughs) I think be a yes man while you're getting used to the city. Like say yes to things. Um, Say yes to things that you might not want to say yes to. Force yourself out if you are like inclined to not because... um, you know, you're not going to remember the time you spend sitting in your apartment as much as you're going to remember the time that you, you know, went to an improv show. The improv show that I keep talking about, I went to the other night. I like didn't want to go, but I was like, okay, it starts in 45 minutes. I could easily make it on time. And what else am I going to do right now? Scroll on my phone. Let me go to this improv show. And it was so good. And like I said, I saw the hottest guy do improv. He left right afterwards, but like, I'm going to go back next Tuesday to like try to see him again. He was wearing silver jewelry and I was like, oh, I think he could be like the silver to my gold. And I feel like that's, that's New York. Like if you're getting, if you're gearing up for New York, like gear up to say yes. And like, you'll be fine. BF is so sweet and I feel loved, but he didn't say I love you back. How long do I give it? He didn't say I love you back. That's tough. I don't know what I would do. I feel like I've been on both sides of like the I love you. And I feel like one time I said it first and one time this other guy said it first. And the time I said it first, I was like ready to say I love you regardless of his answer. Obviously, he was like, I love you too. (laughs) The The other guy, he he told me he loved me. And I was like, okay, fine, I'll, like, agree. (laughs) Even though I wasn't, like, sure. So maybe that it means that either he, A, doesn't love you, or B, is not going to just, like, say it that easily. (laughs) Maybe you need to get him some flowers or, like, show him a romantic gesture or something. Um... Let's see. Somebody said, I failed my midterm. Hmm. My ex boo wants to get back together, but I just moved across the country to avoid him. Great. Distance did the job. You don't need to get back together with him. And you know it. Doing open with my boyfriend while we're long distance for two years. He just asked to be monogamous, but I kind of don't want to. Does that mean I should dump him? Long distance ends in three months. Honey. Oof, this is a tough one. Could you say, could you be like, yo, let's negotiate. Let's and let's let's be monog when you're here. But like until you move here, I'm gonna keep getting I'm gonna keep getting that dick from around the block. I think that's that's like the best way to but if you don't want to, like okay, if he moves back and you don't want to be monogamous, but he does, then I think it might be time to like not do this anymore. Um, I think in, I think that's the most important. That's like step one in a relationship is like two people that want to either be in a relationship or to be in an open relationship. And if you guys aren't clear on that, or if you're not on the same page about that, I don't see how it would work out anyway. So if he comes back and he's like, I'm committed to you, I'll be monogamous. I guess you can be poly that's going to last for four hours. Okay. So that's what you should decide. If you want to be monogamous, which it doesn't sound like you do, 
then I think you should just cut it now. I made a fake Bumble and searched every man in town for my coworker's boyfriend for her. Too much? Um, yeah. Was she having um, a cheating theory? Did she think that he was cheating on her or something? Lost majority of my friends only have like three left. LOL, what do I do? Okay. I don't know your circumstances. I don't know what led to your uh, loss of friendship. But I will say that having friends is something that takes time and effort and you have to invest in your friendships if you want to keep them. I think sometimes weirdly people assume that like people are just going to stick around and be your friend forever. But in order to have a friendship, you need to see people. This is kind of going back to the improv thing the other night. It was with this girl I haven't seen in a minute, but like I still consider her a friend. (laughs) And that's what I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. Like I killed two birds with one stone. I said yes to seeing some improv and I got out of the house and I saw a friend that I hadn't seen in a minute because I needed to see her. Like she could have asked me to go to a batting cage and I, and I probably would have been like, yes, because that's what you do when you have friends and you have to keep them. Um, if you are insufferable, then you just have to take a look at that and try to be not insufferable. <laughs> but I think, I think, um, I think maintaining friendships is like weirdly underrated. And I think we should like look at that a little bit more. And, um, I think friendship is one of those things that like will give you back what you give it. And, uh, so you, we gotta, we gotta keep our friends. We gotta, I was with a friend last night and she was talking about friendship tokens. Basically she was like, I like, she was like, I'll get friendship tokens. Like, okay. Her friend slept in, like her friend didn't make it to her birthday party. And so she was like, okay, so now I have a bunch of friend tokens with her because she has to like make that up to me. <laughs> So now I can like use those friend tokens when she like, you know what I mean? I don't know. It, it, it I, Maybe I'm explaining it wrong, but like equilibrium, right? <laughs> oh, wow. This is a, this is literally like these questions came back to back. I'm bad at keeping friends. I love the people around me, but I don't care if I lose a few. Okay. Well, honestly, like kind of like same question, but like different, um, perspectives like somebody's like i'm losing friends help somebody else is like i'm losing friends but i don't care then keep doing what you're doing (laughs) my coworker is legit crazy what do i do (laughs) honey somebody said moving to brooklyn good how to choose between the nice loyal simp or the hot sexy fuck boy I'm always going to go with the nice, loyal simp, I think. Wait, no, no. What are we looking for? That's the question. Because if we're looking for, like, a fling, then maybe go with the hot, sexy fuckboy. But if we're looking for, like, something a little bit more stable, a little bit more serious, a little bit more, um, you know, uh, it depends on what you're looking for. And that's how you'll make your your decision. Um, Because... Yeah, if you are looking for a fling, you have to go with hot, sexy fuckboy, right? Because you know it's not going to last. Is it going to be? Is it going to be forever, or is it going to go down in flames, right? Um, depending on what you're looking for. Major crush on someone who you think friend zoned you. You gotta, you gotta watch a sad movie, mourn for a couple nights, and then get over it. If somebody friend zones you, if somebody that you like friend zones you, you have to, like I said, take a couple nights, friend zone them back. Okay. So like that means like distance yourself, A, and B, really be like, oh, like, how are you, buddy? 
If you bring out the buddy, I guarantee they will like game over. Game over. And that way, like you leave with your dignity. Like if you had a crush on somebody, they friend zone you and then you bring out the buddy, then then they're kind of left like, wait, what? And you get to be like, mm, buddy. <laughs> Co-parenting a dog with an ex, help. Honey, that sounds like I, 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 no, I just wouldn't, I would give them custody of the dog or make them give you custody of the dog. Cause we're not, we're not sharing a dog with an ex. Okay. We're going to do one more question. Here's the situation. My boyfriend, male 28 works in advertising as a writer. The graphic designer he's paired with female 28, his partner has been one of his best friends and creative partners for like five years. They've moved from jobs and cities together and used to spend a lot of time together outside of work. So they're close. When we started dating this summer, she confessed her love for him. Apparently, she said she'd felt like this for a while, and seeing him with someone else made her feel like she needed to finally tell him. He told me about it when it happened and that he didn't feel the same way and didn't think of her like that. Now, they're both looking for new jobs, and he says the dynamic is different between them and a bit uncomfortable. Of course, I feel horrible that she's having to experience the worst thing ever unrequited love and that he's having troubles with one of his closest friends but it also just makes me so uncomfortable that i have this horrible feeling anytime he mentions her i want to be chill about it but i feel so jealous and crazy i want him to talk to me about anything but lately i've been feeling like i should ask him not to talk to me about her i'm not sure how to ignore this feeling and try to get over this am i overreacting how can i be chill about this please help you're ah god you're not crazy you're not crazy because that that's crazy. Five years. Is she pretty? I'm just kidding. Huh. Well, I, I would say you would make it weird if you went to him and you were like, please don't talk to me about her. Because then this creates this like weird valley of like them, right? It almost kind of makes him like forces him to be closer to her in this way that like even if they're not spending more time together or anything, now they're like a secret together. And like, I just don't think that's like a, I don't think that's a good path. I think what you have to do is you have to go to him and you have to say, hey, let's call her Giselle. Okay. Because this is like a Giselle vibe. You have to go and you have to be like, look, I understand that you and Giselle have a past. You guys have history together, but now we have biology together. You have to, you have to tell him that you, you have to say, look, I think it is in everybody's best interest if you and Giselle do not work together any longer. I think that is not asking too much. I think they have this weird relationship now because she knows that he doesn't love her. It's weird for you guys. It's weird for them. Like it's weird for everybody. So definitely do not ask him to stop talking about it because he should be able to come to you with it as painful as it is and like as weird as it is you need to just like suck it up and be like mm -hmm. yeah sure you tell me about you and Giselle <laughs> but if him and Giselle get an, a new job together I would be like okay what is this I would kind of be like what are you guys doing because it's it is weird it is like a little you know so tell him to not get another job with Giselle <laughs> if he can help it which I think he can. Like, they don't need to work together. What are they attached at the hip? So, yeah. Let's get Giselle out of the picture. You're definitely not crazy, though, because that is, that's a toughie. But know that he chose you. So, you're, you're in the clear. But definitely do not, whatever you do, do not, not let him tell you about Giselle. Um, okay, we're going to do one more question. Sorry. But this one's really good. I need to quit my toxic PR job, but it's because it's toxic. Too much of everything at once. My boss and I have too long of a history. I'm overworked and big brand campaigns are boring now. Pitched media is boring. Influencer deals feel bleh. It goes on. But I'm hooked and I can't do it all. And I kind of love not having just one thing in any way and being a chameleon of sorts. However, that at 26, I will literally wear myself out. So I need to choose a lane, a specialty per se, an industry to keep dabbling in at all or a medium to get creative with different niches my question is what's the future influencer influence or media content deals and fame or stories mass culture and mega influence 
I do it all right now. Plus I'm an events girly, but I need to narrow it because this world is so chaotic. I need a niche. I have a psychic intuition on the future and where things are going in this wild world and what's right for me. But I love a debate and I want a very hairy hot take. Feels very episode two content versus romance-esque. No? Wait, this is good. P.S. I have a secret. I've put you in like every campaign pitch deck ever and half my clients are so stuffy. So now I never get to send you fun pitch emails except the one time I did and it was literally perfect. But you were moving and decluttering. So next time. Oh my God, thank you. Um, I think content deals and fame or content deals and fame or stories, mass culture and mega influence. I feel like those are all I don't know if those are different enough. Like I, those all feel like they're in the same realm to me. Um, influence or media. I think media is forever. I think influencing is like a passing ship. But I also think that me like influencing has folded into media. If that makes sense. Like influencing is media. Like media is the umbrella influence is under it. I definitely think you can choose a niche. Um, and I think that would help. Um, I just can't tell if like, are you asking if you want to be an, you want to either be an influencer or like continue being a PR girl? I would say, I would say definitely come up with a niche. Um, I was listening to Coco Moco on TikTok, the forecaster, and she was like the trend forecaster. And she was talking about having a lighthouse, which means that like, she used Tabitha Brown as an example. And she was basically like Tabitha Brown's lighthouse was that she wanted to be America's mom, like America's favorite mom. And if you know Tabitha Brown, like she's very, she's done a very good job of doing just that. So I think, um, find yourself a light, like find yourself like, um, like you said, like a niche or like a passion do the ranking. So figure out like what you're most passionate about, what your favorite thing is. And that will kind of help steer you, um, you know, between being like a PR girl or, um, doing kind of like more of your own thing within media, which it sounds like you want to do. So I think, um, it sounds like you're ready to like, it sounds like you have the professional expertise, um, that having like a boss has done for you, has taught you, but I think maybe you're ready to like start your own venture. I think, I think it sounds like you could start your own venture, um, within a very specific niche. I just don't know what the niche is. That's your homework. Um, but once you figure it out and once you start your venture, definitely, um, hire me. (laughs) Um, and thanks for hiring me in the past. Um, also fun. Okay. These are just fun hot takes for you because you remind me of my best friend from high school and I just need to know the very hairy point of view. I love reminding you of a friend from high school. Do you burn the s'mores or roast slowly? Um, Slow roast until they burn and then I blow it out. Do the thing and ask for forgiveness later or give a disclaimer and do it anyway. Um, I'm a pussy sometimes. So I usually ask for permission. Um... But I wish I was the kind of person that just like did things and then asked for forgiveness. I do sometimes. Depends on like how big the risk is, how big the reward is. Um, Do you always go for the mood or the vibe? I feel like I definitely go for the vibe a lot. Um, Sleep in or stay up late? Depends on the day, baby. And that is all she wrote. I hope I got to everybody's question. I know there were some questions that I didn't get to, but um, I think I got to a lot of them. So thank you so much for trusting me to give you advice. And I hope that this helped in some sort of way. Um, You know, I'm just painfully hilarious, but sometimes I can be serious and dole out some advice. So I hope, hopefully I did that. Um, Next time, I'll, next time I'll give a little bit more notice. So if you didn't get your question in this time, next time we'll we'll give some more advice. So um, stay tuned. Thanks for listening, and I will see y'all soon. Bye. Lords and ladies. 
It's time to gather round for another chapter of Harry Tan.